Hi, I'm Maria Thea Harris or Velosos, and you're listening to Soul Organized Style Podcast. Grab a cuppa for today's podcast with Selena in Amsterdam. Soul Organized Style Podcast acknowledges traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognizes the continuing connection to lands, waters, and community. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures and to the Elders past, present and emerging. A big sponsor shout out goes to our two podcast friends and sponsors. The Australian Sewing Guild, who has been our Monday Daily Series regular, is now a sponsor of Sew Organised Style Podcast. Go to ozsew.org to check out the online workshops, sew-alongs, skills library and more. Our second sponsor is Tatiana's School of Couture as she launches it online. Go to her website to see her new online sewing classes and patterns. Thanks for letting us into your sewing room on this lovely Friday. Friday is the Sewing Save series and today's focus is mending. Selena in Amsterdam supports visible mending and is a shishiko expert. Today we get to find out more about Selena and how she became a talented shishiko artist. Thank you again for coming on the podcast, Selena. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Selena. Thank you for coming on to Sew Organised Style podcast. Thank you too. Good to see you. It's great to see you as well. Can you tell us about your Instagram name? Yeah, my Instagram name is Selena AM05. It's a very strange combination. The reason was that when I started, of course, I want to use my own name. That's uh, Selena, but it was taken. Then I tried to use the abbreviation of Amsterdam. That's AM. was also taken. <laughs> so I had to use numbers. Then I was thinking, okay, which number to use? And five has always been my favorite number. So I put 05 at the end. That's why the name came out like uh, that. Lovely. And can you tell our listeners about where you live? I live in uh, Amsterdam for many years. Originally, I came from China and I came to Amsterdam to study first for fashion management, more textile education. And later I found an internship and they arranged a technical uh, immigrant working permit for me so I could stay. That's how everything started. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. That's really good. Yeah, thanks. What do you prefer more, mending or sashiko? I like the combination of both because actually the sashiko needs to have a purpose. And originally from the Japanese history, that purpose is mending. So in the ancient time that people had only one set of clothes, it was really thin cotton. So they had to keep mending it to keep it warm and functional. So I think it's, it's hard to separate the two things. But for me, I spent more time on sashiko design and practice because I wanted to learn the technique first. Once you know the rules and then you can try to use it on mending. For example, then nowadays I'm able to basically design the pattern in the size I wanted. And uh, yeah, in the technique I wanted to do, that's really fun. During the lockdown, uh, I suddenly had more time on hand and I really wanted to do something with my hobby. Like I always liked stitching. And then I heard about Sashiko from a colleague, she's Dutch. She was in a workshop before and I thought, wow, that looks really nice. 
So I started to check YouTube for some instruction videos, and I found uh, Sashi.co. He's a Japanese artisan who can speak also English. So he had a lot of nice videos to show how to make the sashiko. And I also bought a book from uh, Susan Briscoe. That's really nice sashiko book with a lot of patterns and everything. So that's how I started. So this year, you learned how to do your own sashiko. Yes, actually, I really like the traditional patterns. That's how, also how I started. But along the way, I wanted to make something for friends who are expecting a baby. But I couldn't find anything really suiting for a small baby. So I started thinking about using the technique to design some animals. I started with some cats and uh, all my friends like it. So I couldn't stop. <laughs> I have been developing the new animal designs with a sashiko technique. So based on the grade, I designed certain geometric animals to make the repeater patterns. And that was really fun. So uh, I just continued doing it for, uh, yeah, for a while. And I still like it. The fox design is cute. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that one was really popular. It's a good repeat. I like the elephant too. The elephant was uh, more work because it's not uh, really symmetrical. So building up needs a lot of extra effort. But uh, yeah, I also like it. Thanks. What advice would you have for new people who want to do sashiko? I would say just start doing it. You figure out a lot of nice surprises along the way. Because if you don't do it, just look, oh, that's complicated. That'll make it uh, difficult to, to learn. So just do it. Grab a needle. It doesn't have to be sashiko needle. Take some thread. It doesn't have to be the professional thread. Just try. Start with running stitch and take some basic patterns that are enough on the internet. Yeah. Just try to do it. I noticed that you use contrasting thread and material. Is that to be more effective? So what influences your color choices? I would say, yeah, personal taste. I always like organic colors. And I got a lot of inspiration from the Japanese sashiko artisans because they use really nice soft colors, not too outspoken. That influenced my color choice. And I also am inspired a lot by... Um, yeah, actually a lot on the Instagram accounts I follow from embroiderers to designers to architecture. So everything. <laughs> Do you consider yourself a mender or a textile artist? I never really thought about the terms. If I could choose, I probably textile artist because I really want to explore different territory boundaries to see what kind of technique I can use on certain Fabric, thread, needles. Recently also started learning the book binding. I found it also fun to stay sashiko on covers. That's really something new. Oh, I hope that you'll continue to enjoy book binding as much as you do with sashiko. Yeah, actually it's quite different because with sashiko you have to, uh, you can make needle holes through the fabric and you can make the faster stitching in a row. But with the cover, it was the other way around. You have to count the dots and plan how many holes you have to make in advance. And then you can make the pattern. That's quite uh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's really lovely that you enjoy what you're doing. Yeah, I really enjoy it. Keep learning and uh, inventing something new. Share with people and uh, uh, yeah, exchange ideas. Keep learning. 
Selena, thank you for coming on to the Sewing Safe series on the podcast today. I really appreciate your time and how creative you, you are and how you share your creativity. Thank you too. I feel really honored. And uh, it's, it's nice to share uh, some experience with other people. I always like it. Thank you so much again. Your Instagram is very inspirational and I would encourage our listeners to have a look at your Instagram account. Oh, great. Thanks. I really like it. Thank you again. Have a lovely day, listeners. This episode of So Organised Style Podcast for the Sewing Safe series was produced by me, Maria Thea Harris, with permission of Selena. Sound by bensound.com. You can subscribe to So Organised Style Podcast, spelled with an S, not a Z, on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google, and from all good podcast distributors. Post any questions or suggestions you have on the podcast Instagram account or on our Facebook page. We look forward to joining you in your sewing room next time. Stay safe, everyone.